if we can have first our, our Bible readings. Um, I'm going to have them following one from the other, and then I'll start the address. Um, so we have Andy, and then we have, I believe, Mike. Thank you. First reading is Psalm 22, verses 1 to 11. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from saving me, so far from the words of my groaning? O God, I cry out by day, but you do not answer. By night, and I'm not silent. Yet you are enthroned as the Holy One. You are the praise of Israel. In you our fathers put their trust. They trusted you and you delivered them. They cried to you and were saved. In you they trusted and were not disappointed. But I am a worm and not a man, scorned by men and despised by the people. All who see me mock me. They hurl insults, shaking their heads. He trusts in the Lord. Let the Lord rescue him. Let him deliver him, since he delights in him. Yet you brought me out of the womb. You made me trust in you, even at my mother's breast. From birth I was cast upon you. From my mother's womb you have been my God. Do not be far from me, for trouble is near, and there is no one to help. Uh, the second reading is 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 3 to 9. Uh, praise to God for a living hope. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance that can never perish, spoil or fade, kept in heaven for you, who through faith are shielded by God's power until the coming of the salvation that is ready to be revealed in the last time. In this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while you may have had to suffer grief in all kinds of trials. These have come so that your faith, of greater worth than gold, which perishes even though refined by fire, may be proved genuine and may result in praise, glory and honour when Jesus Christ is revealed. Though you have not seen him, you love him. And even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy, for you are receiving the goal of your faith, the salvation of your souls. Amen. Thank you for our readings. I gave Andy the, the one with the, I can't even say the word, Wor worm, because I just love hearing him say it. <laughs> Rolls is ours, so uh, uh, I do like I like that one. Kind of two, quite ho hopefully found them quite interesting readings, and we'll talk about them in a wee bit. But today, the sermon is about our hard times. So. What are, what are 
our hard times. They might be work stress related. They might be family issues, illness, finances. I'm sure going through your head, you have got a huge long list. And I'd like to ask, can you put your hand up if you have not had hard times? Good, I'm glad. Because it would have made it kind of awkward if somebody had. Because I think all of us have suffered hard times. And each one is different. And a hard time is whatever is hard for each of us. One thing that might be hard for one person might not be quite so hard for another person. If you lose £20 for one person, that might be just devastating. For another person, they can cope. It's how it is a hard time, whatever is a hard time for you. It's not about a sliding scale. It's not about saying my, my hard times are worse than theirs. Our hard times are exactly that. They're ours. Okay? So, I want to focus on um, how do we express our faith? How do we live out our faith, our belief in, in Jesus and in Christ and God in those hard times? How do we do it? I want to look at two ways that I don't think are good. The kind of opposites of the spectrum. One is, I've termed it wallowing. Wallowing. And it's not, this is not about saying, um, woe is me. The Bible is full of woe is me. So I'm not saying that, that we don't cry out. It's, um, well, as you said, that, that, that first, the psalm, actually Jesus said that. Jesus cried that out while he was on the cross. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Now he is our example. If he can cry out, we can cry out. God loves us to be honest. He wants us to be honest. So do you remember the football clip with the, the footballers? That's what I'm talking about, especially that last clip, rolling over and over and over. That's what I'm talking about. It's making, oh, as Andy said, I think you just saw a, a new one today that you thought you've been, Andy was the one that found it, and he saw it, and the guy that actually, he pushes the other guy's hand into his face. Now, the first time I, I even Andy saw it, and I saw it, I didn't really, we both kind of thought, well, that might actually be a given, and then you actually look at it, and he's actually pushed the guy's hand into his face and then rolled over. So that's what, it, that's what I'm talking about. It's the, it's the wallowing. It's the staying in that woe is me time. It's that continuing to stay in that. that. That is not good. That is not good for our faith. That is not good for our lives. On the other opposite, the opposite side, we're going to have a video clip, another one. I like my video clips. Um, this one is from 
a Monty Python, The Meaning of Life. I hope you enjoy. So, I can tell by the giggles that some of you enjoyed that. Um, I enjoy Monty Python things. And that one especially, that, that, that kind of shows my point perfectly. The other opposite of, um, the opposite of wallowing is this putting this mask on, is what I'm going to call it, this face mask. Um, now, again, just like with the, with the wallowing, the woe is me, sometimes we need to put a brave face on. Sometimes there are some situations that for a while we might need to put a mask on or a brave face to get through some situations. But, again, it's about not keeping that mask on forever. It's, a not, it's about not staying with that, that, that mask, that brave face on, that, yes, everything's going to be right. You've only got one, one leg, can you just favour the other one? And, and, yes, yes, it'll grow back. No, it won't. So, two things. Opposite ends. Wallowing and mask. So what should we do then? It's all right and good saying what we shouldn't do. What should we do? First of all, um, we'll look at the scripture. If we can have our Bible readings up again. Our Psalm 1. I'll give him a wee bit to get there. First of all, we need to admit that we're in that hard place. Sometimes that can be the hardest bit. Verses 1 and 2. You know, saying not just to, well, sometimes the hardest bit is actually admitting it to ourselves. Um, about taking that mask off. You know, sometimes it, it's ourselves that we've put that, that mask on for. We're trying to, to pretend that everything is all right. And we've put that mask on so well that we can pretend to ourselves. And it's about, first of all, admitting to ourselves, admitting to God. God likes us, to be honest. God knows exactly what is happening in your lives. And he likes it when you're honest with him. The next one is that we need to admit it to our community. God has put us in a community of believers. We are here with other people. We are not on our own. Sometimes we need to admit it to other people. Verses 1 and 2. He cries out. Verse 4. This is our next bit. We need to look back at the good that God has done in our lives. Maybe not just in, in our lives, as this psalm says. No, it's, it's about that past believers have put their trust in God and they have come through. This is probably talking about Moses coming out of the desert. But there are a heck of a lot of stories in the Bible that shows how God has been with people. Not just with other people, but in our lives. Look back at what has God done in your life. 
Remember the good things. Remember how God has helped you. Might not feel it at the times, but it's always afterwards that you can see that God has been there. And while we're in those hard times, we need to look back and remember how God has been with us. Not just, and that's again, all these things are going to come back to community. We are here as a body of believers. We are a community. I know some stories, lots of stories from people here. We don't share enough of how God has been working in our lives. And that's what we need to hear sometimes as well, how God has been good about working in our lives. So it's not just that it's, it's not just that God works in the lives of the Bible that happened thousands of years ago. God works in people's lives around us. Then we go on to our Peter reading, verses 3 and 4. We've looked back at how God has been, and we now look forward. The light at the end of the tunnel. What is that light? That light is Jesus. That light is our hope, the hope that Jesus gives us of our resurrection, that life after death. Verse 4, that inheritance, our inheritance that can never perish. Sometimes that can be really hard to see, that light at the end of the tunnel, but it is there. And that's what faith is relying on that that belief and then we go on to Peter 7 verses 7 we now think about why why are we going through these hard times and that sometimes is the hardest question that we ask why you know and what we've got to remember is that it's, it's easy being a Christian in the good times. It's easy for us to sing the songs. It's easy for us to sing that song, Great is Thy Faithfulness, when we're going through good times. It is so easy. When you're going through a hard time, that's when it's most important to be saying those words. Do you believe them when you're saying them in, that, in those times? It can be the hardest time to sing these songs but that's when we need to sing them. It's when our faith grows through trials. And we can go, with, I'd rather that my faith can grow without the trials, please. That would be nice. But it doesn't work like that, sadly. And you will have trials whether you are a Christian or not. You will have trials but the good thing is that when you're a Christian you're not alone you have your community of believers and you have your hope in the future you have the look at the past and you have the Holy Spirit with you as your comforter I should say we because I also do as well so as I was thinking about it last night, I was remembering um, we have a, a We Fit 
which I have to say has been when we bought it. Did we buy it before Ethan? Yes, we bought it before Ethan. And um, I think it was our last kind of to us present to us. And uh, it's probably been, we've even got the, the wee board and that's been underneath the TV for, well, we had to went back on it. And it was something like a thousand days or something since we'd last been on the Wii. Terrible. But Andy went on it, and uh, there was uh, one of the challenges on it, that you sit on the balance board, you sit on it, and you watch this flickering candle, and if you get distracted, then the candle goes out. Um, And it has different noises coming on at the time. Has anybody done it? Put your hand up if you've done it. Yes, so some people know what I'm talking about. So, and, and you've done quite well because you have to unlock that part of it, don't you? You have to get through certain chance, certain things to unlock that bit. But you sit on the balance board and you hear all these chirpings and all these different noises and it's about focusing on this candle with, without these, you know, trying to just focus on that. And that is what it's like. You know, it, that's a really easy example to think of but um, when I tried it it was really quite hard the first time sitting there and actually trying to ignore or maybe not just ignore but acknowledge that they are there but have the focus on the one thing in front of me that was really hard you get better and better the more you try it and it's the same with our faith The more it is tested, the more that we have those disturbances and the more that we have the focus, we focus on that end goal, on that light, the longer that we can focus on it, the longer that we can, um, the better that we can cope with those outside distractions. We're going to have a time of reflection. Oh, no. I've, last, I've forgotten the last page on my notes. So, we've looked at scripture. Now, I'm going to turn to you guys. Okay. Um, I've come up with a list of some things that we can do during our hard times. But, as I've already mentioned, and I'm going to... I do really believe that we are a community of believers. So I want your ideas. What have you done in your hard times? Now, you don't have to be specific. It's just about being a general kind of just so that we can help each other. And um, Because I can say them, but I want you to know that other people have gone through them and what have they done. And I might have a lot less ideas than what you've got. Can I get you to go around? Can you put your hand up? It's good having Andy. He's, he's, he's a good... Uh... Yep. Please put your hands up in coordinated fashion. I'm not running back and forward across the church. <laughs> yes, please do. That'll be, he'll be good for him. <laughs> talk. Talk. Talk to who? Just talking. Just talking. Good, yep. 
That's that first one. That's the ad admitting it. Anyone on this side before I got a cow? <laughs> I've got a cow. <laughs> Go backwards and forwards. It's fine. I just cried and I thought, oh God, it's no good crying about it. So I just asked the Lord to take it from me. And believe me, the situation the following day was resolved. Um, ask people to pray with you and just, you know, share that experience. Um, one of the things that, that you touched on is about people's finances. And a lot of people are struggling and sometimes... It's easy to understand that actually you're not uh, you're not alone in in that you know whatever your problem is there's other people that can share those experiences so you know praying and you know talking are the two biggest things and especially in a fellowship like this. I'm glad we're getting more hands up. Oh, good. As uh, you may know, it's um, been a a hard time the last fortnight, but I just share one of the Bible readings that uh, I read whilst in hospital. We know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance character and character hope. And hope does not disappoint us because God has poured out his love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit whom he has given us. Hmm. What was that verse again? Romans 5.3. Five, three. Three. Yes, um, I just think that we, you know, I know obviously we go through hard times in this country, but sometimes I, I actually think about other people that are going through, you know, in different parts of the world and some of the horrendous things people must go through. And that helps me sometimes just to put it in perspective and just to be more thankful for whatever I do have, mm -hmm. whatever God has given me. Thank you. Keep me fit, Andy. Um, one of mine, um, for many years, I've tried for a, for a role um, and having my own self-confidence in believing I could do it. And uh, over the past couple of months, it's uh, my confidence has gone within that. And it was a sense of God saying, have confidence in me. And one of the ways that I got through, where I'm, well, it seemed, it's still going on, but seem to be plodding on and getting through, is um, spend a lot of time musically in um, his to the music that he creates, um, and obviously scripture, and then people around, uh, little groups coming together and praying with each other, and not only focusing on your um, problems, you then taking on other people's problems, and together through a group, you're actually lifting each other up, and then God's coming in those areas, and almost um, fixing them and then moving you all forward so together not as individuals together you're moving in a group which is more which is more powerful than an individual I generally do the bloke thing pardon? I generally do the bloke thing the bloke thing yeah it'd be alright <laughs> how are you feeling? fine good not so bad and I can never cease to be amazed by how many times the Lord sends something to me. Say, isn't it so good, is it, Ron? And talks with me. But I generally do the bloke thing. Well, I know we were camping the other week and uh, putting the tent down. Um, easy example. 
um, putting a tent down. And I have started when people say, would you like help? I say, yes, please. Never used to. Never used to. And uh, so I really thank the people that helped us put our tent down because it would have taken us a long time. Um, but it was really hard for Andy to say, yes, I'll accept that help. It is one of the hardest things to do. Because I'm stubborn and full of pride. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's one of the hardest things to do is to accept help from people. But remember that if people offer help, they're not usually just offering just, you know, most people, when they offer help, are actually offering help. Accept it. Especially because if they didn't really mean it, it serves them right for offering it in the first place. Well, exactly, yes. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm glad that most of the things that I've got on my list, nearly all of them, they've uh, already been um, thought of. So prayer. On your own, in community, um, maybe in meditation, however you want to do that. My next one I had was crying out. I'm really glad that you said that sometimes that, that's all we can do, just cry out. We've got no words for whatever it is that we were going through. And I'm going to use a Bible verse for that in a minute. Listening and reading the Bible. Um, sometimes, you know, sometimes we have it on audio thing. And Robbie, you're having that, the, the Bible. So there are lots of resources. You can listen to the Bible. Sometimes you find it hard to read it. Sometimes it's easier to listen to it. Music. For me, music is, is a key thing. I don't know for Martin it is as well. Listening, singing. And just you know, just focusing on the words sometimes, or maybe not, just the emotions of it. And then talking. Talking to God. Talking to others. So remember, you're not alone. I've f- forgotten my Bible. I need to find... Can I find... Can you, have you still got that Bible with you, Andrew? Can you find Romans 8, 26, please? You are not alone. We have a community, but we also have the Holy Spirit. And this, Romans eight twenty six. In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not we do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit Himself intercedes for us with groans that words cannot express. Okay. We're going to have our prayer response. No, no singing for quite a while. A wee bit yet. You might want to sit down. Pastor. All right, okay. Well, I suppose you are sat down, aren't you? (sighs) He was walking home from the shops the other day. Walking home from the shops on his crutches. And he's got shopping in his hands. (laughs) Silly thing. (laughs) Thankfully, I had time at that point to go (laughs) and... Take the shopping off him and walk you home. Yes, I need help. 
<laughs> I had time then. If I was rushing, I would have just said bye. But I had time. <laughs> but that's it. When we offer help, it is not usually, you know, if I didn't have time, I would have, been, I would have felt really bad, but I wouldn't have been able to help him. But I knew that I had time. And so I offered that. And that's what we're going to do. You know, we've got whatever we've got, offer. So we're going to have our prayer reflection. We're going to get Andy to put out tables. And have you got the cups? There, yes, lovely. And I've got, ooh, Steve's not here suddenly. He's disappeared. Oh, there you are. I was expecting you there. <laughs> Did you get another volunteer? <laughs> Don't worry, it's not very hard. <laughs> I'm going to ask uh, Steve and Bruce are going to be giving out cups, just lots of cups. And then um, we're going to have um, um, we're going to have some tea. It's going to is Lee out there? You want to come in? Oh, if it's the teenagers, they might enjoy this. They might not, but we'll see. So we're going to have these cups. We're going to talk about it. And then, ooh, that's a lot of water. And then you'll understand the water later. We will be filling up the cups later. Um, at that time, if you can get some cups from, if we can get them all out as quickly as possible, it will make sense. And then when I ask people to come forward, if I can ask for the first two rows to come forward, and then we'll go one row at a time, okay? Because the first two rows are quite empty, so we'll get you done quite quickly. So if you come to the table, we'll, have, I'll move, we'll move the jugs over, but you'll, you'll know when it's the right time, because I'll tell you to come forward, okay? Again, I've uh, landed Andy in with, the, uh, with more speaking. It is handy having him at home. It just helps. It helps me that I don't have to say it all, that you don't have always my voice. You've got Andy's voice as well. So if I can have three jugs brought over to that table. Be good. Has everyone got a cup? Yep. Lads at the back, have you got a cup? Yes. Everyone got a cup? Okay. If, um, I'm going to be asking people to walk forward to get the water. If you are having trouble um, getting up, then we will come to you. Just indicate by putting your hand up, okay? When it's, as I said, we'll do the first two rows, then a row at a time. If you're having trouble getting up, we will come to you. Just put your hand up, okay? So... You'll go over there, okay. Thank you, Danny. So this is a time of response and prayer. We'll let Carol come in. Has she got a cup? A cup for Carol. You've got one for her, okay. Nope. Okay. So, I'm sure you've already done it, but pick up your cup and hold it now. It is totally empty, a shell. Curve your fingers around the cup and think about the times when you have felt dry, when you were going through hard times, when you felt empty. 
perfume cup. Maybe you're going through it now. Maybe you feel dry now. Or maybe you're worried about a friend that has been dry lately, that is going through some hard times. As we know, we all go through ups and downs in our spiritual lives, through times when we feel very close to God, like when we're on a mountaintop, and through down times as if we are wandering through a desert, heading for the promised land, but taking many years to get there. Here are a few quotes from the psalmist. People who knew what it was like to feel dry, empty, powerless. As the deer pants for streams of water, so my soul pants for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. Psalm 42, verse 1. My strength has dried up like a broken clay pot. Psalm 22, verse 15. I am worn out calling for help. My throat is parched. My eyes fail. Psalm 69, verse 3. My soul is weary with sorrow. Strengthen me according to your word. Psalm 119, verse 28. My soul waits for the Lord more than watchmen wait for the morning. Psalm 130, verse 6. O Lord, the God who saves me, day and night I cry out before you. May my prayer come before you. Turn your ear to my cry. Psalm 88, verses 1 and 2. Now, as we come and fill our cups with water, let's ask God to fill and refresh us and our friends once more. Jesus compared the Holy Spirit to living water bubbling up within us. He said that if we drink the water he gives us, we will never thirst. It will become a spring for us, welling up to eternal life. Let's pray for that living water now. Amen. As we come up, first you rose. Next row, Okay, in the next row. So as you have the cup, 
maybe contemplate the beauty of water, the simplicity of it. The beauty of it as it ripples. Think about bigger bodies of water, the waves that you see. Think about the amazing fact that this simple thing gives life. such a simple thing. It doesn't seem very much. Again, if you're having trouble, just indicate and we will come to you. Not everyone. Yes. It's this water that is, as I said, such a, a simple thing and yet isn't, is so life giving, is so simple yet so essential to our lives. As we drink it, this is a sign that a symbol of God's living water within us, that God is with us, that God is filling us with his Holy Spirit again. So, we're going to have we're going to have just some little bit of music and just take a sip drink it you can drink all of it you can drink some of it hopefully you've not got a half filled cup and we were hoping that if if possible it would have been great if we could have had these cups and that we could have had them to overflowing but it probably would have caused quite a bit of a mess but it's that, it's, it's that symbol, yes, for some of us, I think we did try, we were, some people did have quite almost overfilling cups. And it's that symbol, you know, this is just a symbol, but our bodies are the cup that the Holy Spirit is poured into. And the more that we need, God will give us more when we ask for it. He is always happy to pour into us our whole, the Holy Spirit to comfort us, to guide us. Okay, we will carry on with our...